Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Trey goes by Fox, then he stops and shoots the three, and he makes it. He made De'Aaron Fox look silly that time. And now Trey has it. Trey gets double teamed again. Now he dances away from the double team, fires the straightaway three, and makes it. Oh, so much for that double team. Throws it in the corner. Now out to Trey. Straightaway three. Bang! Good night, Sacramento, as Trey Young knocks down a three. I like a sex machine. You got to have the feeling. Shoot your bone. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It is Sam and Greg. Yep, we with you on Thanksgiving morning. Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Jonesboro. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Jonesboro, home of the Cardinals. Oh, my uh, Harry Douglas. Well, Harry good morning, Douglas. Harry. Yeah, yeah, he's probably up there at the Four Letter Network, right? Uh, he may be. He might be. He holiday. Be. I mean, he's part he, of that holiday he crew. he got to go to work. Jeff Saturday got another job. <laughs> that's true. He does. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You heard some sound coming back. Uh, Hawks get the win last night against uh, Sacramento. Uh, 115 to – I ain't got my glasses down it, here. It, it, it kind of dashed the homecoming. 115-106. There you go. For, for Red Velvet. Red Velvet was back in town last night. Kevin Herter. And the folks were very nice to him. They did a nice little video presentation and – and uh, because everybody appreciated him playing here. He's one of those guys who did what every coach needed to do with the team. And he was drafted by the team and part of a great group of drafting. But, you know, at some point, some of those guys get moved around. So he's with Sacramento. And they're having a decent season. What was the they award just, he got last year here? He was he was the most congenial player? Or he was I don't the know if he was most congenial. He was, he was, but, it was uh, some kind of award he got. I forget, but last night he got 13 points okay. in the game. 13 points and uh, – Five assists, and as you mentioned, it was Trey's big night. 35 points, man, 35.7 assists in the game last night. So it was good to see that, um, you know. So it was, it, it, was, it was a good effort. You had five guys in double figures. That's always good. And you get a, a Clint Capella double-double. To me, that's always the key to a win for the Hawks. 11 points, 14 boards for the big fella. So that, that's, that's what you want. Well, we're bearing a lead here. Okay. The fact that I can, I can see you. Oh, we're together. When last time we done a show together? <laughs> so that's I, the I saying. Know, I know. So this is the first time we've been together for the longest time. So four minute, four minute. Four good minute. to see you, man. man I, I, in I, I your patchwork doing. shirt. This is patchwork. A little shout patchwork. out to um, shout out to the studio over there. Well, this goes uh, to my Bob. Oh, Bob Whitfield, <laughs> Whitfield, one of the originals, one of the who uh, who founded the studio. Yeah, man. So how you doing? 
I'm doing. You doing all right? It's, the, it's that time of year when you you know you, everything's moving, everything's running, and you know what I mean. You got the basketball that's running, and, and that's the thing. Football isn't you know you know we know what the college football season is. It's winding right. down. High school, you got we're two weeks away from everybody going to Peace Place for the state championship games. Right. And they're practicing today. We're going to check in with a coach later on this hour. Yeah, well, who, we might as well up? just tell everybody who, what's who, going who, on. Who, who, who's up? Because Tony Shelton, right? Tony Slayton. He's Slayton, the, sorry. He's the, he's the coach from over at uh, Mays High School. And and uh, most of them, not all. Keep my glasses but, on. But most of them will practice this morning. Which is something that they talk about, as you said, when in, they first in get August, started. In August, when you first uh, – the goal is to be practicing on Thanksgiving. Because that means you're in the elite eight of your class. You've had not to have a good season. You had a fantastic season, and everybody wants to do. And 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 he's going to talk about some things that's been happening in the community. Alumni have been bringing food in for the guy. Because remember, there's no school this week, so they can practice in the mornings like they did before Back the school in. year began, right? right. So I mean, it all comes full circle if you play long enough, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Early morning practices, but cafeteria is not open in the, in the school, so. Alumni, parents, everybody brings in food because you know guys still got to eat. Yep. You know, and so he'll talk about those things. Plus, there's something very special about their game, really special Ooh. about the game they got coming up. Is so, that a tease? Yeah, yeah, man. Okay. That, that's you get real good at that. <laughs> you get real good. You speaking of high, um, college football in the season one reminds you when the regular season is done with we, before we you know get deep into these bowl games. The first one is going to be the celebration bowl which is December 17th, yep. and I say that because that is the day to mark on your calendar that you and I come back on Saturdays. Yeah. We, we had it snatched from us. Yeah. We've been in court. We've been working on it. <laughs> we got a good lawyer, and we got it back. <laughs> then we'll be extending the times that we have on Sunday. So everything is sort of making its way back to where it used to be. Yeah. Now, we're going to start at 8 a.m. on the 17th. So those Saturdays, we won't start at 6. We'll start at 8 Okay. Now that's fluid too. That may change around a little bit. I'm still working on some stuff. Maybe we'll have a happy medium. We'll get in at seven, as opposed to six or eight. <laughs> we'll start at seven. We'll see. But right now we're going to be coming in at uh, at eight o'clock, December seventeenth. A uh, couple other pieces of news. This past week, L- listen. Last time I talked to you was about twenty four, more a little over twenty four hours ago, and you and I were getting ready to think about what we needed to do on this day before Thanksgiving. You got a lot. We weren't traveling. We'd have to deal with any roads, nope. none of that, none nope. of that none stuff. Of that, none of that stuff. I was oh. out of the airport yesterday. Yeah, we out there early. Yeah, yeah. Well, well you know, I, you know what? I got there around nine thirty something. I was working on with City of Atlanta, but but they, it was normal. It was like normal. Mm-hmm. They said if you had to be there early. The people who got for the first flights out in the morning, the place was flat out slammed. Which, I mean, at five at five at six a.m. I got there around nine thirty, and it just looked like a normal Atlanta, a normal Atlanta day. It really did. Um, apparently, everybody was already gone. Well, the business travelers come in early anyway. There's still folks doing some business. That's true. Early on. That's true. But with school being out the whole week around here, now in other parts of the country, I got a cousin who teaches up around D.C. area. They went to school Monday, Tuesday, or at least teachers went half day. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. Somebody you know, lost a bet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, somebody around here, we we out we out whole week. And um, so most folks, folks were, 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 were gone, you know. That's, that's it. Do you think w- w- now when, when we were coming up, yeah, our mothers were running things. Now, this is a Thursday. Did you go to church on Thanksgiving ever? 
Um, once or twice, but I, not, yeah. but 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 not not always. No, not me either. Not either. always. Now, now my family, my uncle's church, they 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 would have a, a Thanksgiving church service in in Birmingham. They, they 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 would do that. I would think that there'd be some kind of something going on in the basement where where, where some of the members' wives come down there and cook for those less fortunate. We used to call at the house. I mean, in our church, Second Baptist, we would um, take food to the shut-ins. Okay, that's how it was put. Okay. Reverend okay. Sykes would say, "We go take some food to the shut-ins." Yeah. Yeah. And and there were some 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 ladies, my mother's friends, and, and they would go out to a couple places. I was just dragged. Well, I was. I was but dragged you know what? Along. You know what? And keep and keeping in that tradition, that is what Hosea helps. Exactly. Uh, is do, is doing to. this year mm-hmm. instead of a meeting of plagues. They've still been advised maybe not to have everybody get congregate in one spot. Mm-hmm. So they've been taking the, the the food to to two locations and two people this year in lieu of what normally happens. Maybe next year they'll get back to the big because so many things went on there. It was right. more than just people getting meals. People get get, get haircuts and things right. like that. Um, so you know they're not you know doing that this time this year. I think around ten thirty. I think this morning, uh, Elizabeth Omolami um, and uh, Jose Helps are going to designated places. They're going to take what people need and 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 bring it to them. I will be absolutely happy and thrilled this year to donate a number of clothes mm-hmm. to those organizations. I yeah. can't wait because I'm cleaning out stuff. Okay. Because I'm fitting in all different stuff now, right? Yep. So I'm just getting rid of it. I ain't never gonna be that fat again. So I'm just <laughs> gonna give it. I'm just gonna give it to y'all, <laughs> right? And and this was a conscious effort. I did it for two reasons. One, because it's the right thing to do. But moreover, I got. I need some closet space. Okay. Man, how <laughs> about you? Yeah. I need some closet space, and it ain't because I'm wearing a whole lot of clothes. It's other people's clothes seem to be yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'll uh, say it. I'll uh, say it out loud. Uh, hey, uh, I'm just. They just, are easing yeah. into my areas. Careful, careful. I mean, it's okay. It's a discussion we've already had. <laughs> I mean, come on. Next thing you know, I'm gonna see Jesse's stuff over there. I just, I need some, I need some hanger space. It, it, it all, it all kind of founds its way. Coming that way, it all kind of kind of ends up there, huh? Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 <laughs> The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Mr. Crenshaw and I have seen each other for the first time in a long time, seeing Eric, too. We're going to bring him on a little bit. Yeah, we but got... I got to talk. We didn't talk about your no, no, boys. No. Well, your boys come to town last week. Yeah, I was about to and they leave with And they leave with an L. Yeah, they did. And and a, and a dislocated shoulder. Yeah. Or, or hurt shoulder. Let me yeah, see if it's yeah, official yeah, dislocated. Yeah. I don't know if it's official dislocated, but I know it's hurting him. Yeah, but Doesn't here's the a... Justin Fields, <sighs> you know. Well, the, the thing is, it is separated that it, shoulder, and, and, and the, the you know, and the, well, the Falcons got a, 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 a eight two. Kyle Pitts is is on the shelf, you know, with 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 the, with the knee, and so um, you know, it was it was a, in that regard, they're both some some players who <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I le- get left there kind of banged up, but the, the Falcons managed to get in the win. One of the things that was said during um the um other little sound bites that we got from the other shows before we came on. Was Carl Dukes was asked was talking to Arthur Smith and said, "Listen, it is about to be December and this team is still relevant." How many folks thought that was going to be the case? Yeah, and and that's that's the jump off point for me when when you look at what they did, especially last week, and especially to come back and get that win because it seemed like after that first drive, (sighs) they couldn't do nothing. Yeah, I mean they got ten points in the second quarter, but it just seemed like things got stagnant. It did. It did for a time. I mean, it needed something to break things up. And what what woke everything up? How about a a, a kickoff return? Yeah, like Daryl Patterson. It was what the team needed. It was a big jolt. And then the Falcons had some defensive stops. And everybody wondered with that particular game, 
Both teams not known for stellar, consistent stellar defensive play this season. So uh, that was the thing you heard about the, the Falcons-Bears games. Who's going to stop somebody? Well, you know, the Falcons end up coming with some stops and end up getting a, end up getting a win. So, I mean, that's that's great. Let's see what they do. The, because the group they're getting ready to play Sunday. They, they, they're they, an enigma. They really they are. are. They really are. You, I, know? you just don't know how they're doing anything given all that stuff going on behind them. Right. <laughs> they, they, they got so much off-field stuff happening with them, yet they still managed to pull through and, 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 and they, they win in some games this year. So um and and I, I think that's just something they kind of got a chip they kind of got on their shoulder. We gonna go out. We know y'all talking about us. You know you got bad things to say about our front office and owner and everything, but we gonna go out here and play ball. And I think that's what they kind of carry on the field with them. Sam and Greg Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. I want to revisit what you said a minute ago about Justin Fields. I want to tell you about the calls I got this week. I get three different calls from three different friends up in Chicago. Uh oh. Asking the question, they're shaking their head like Scooby Doo, wondering what's going on. Because the season started off with, by the way, the residue left over from last year. Everybody thinking, we got the worst quarterback of that class, and this guy is, is – is, here we go, Chicago Bears again, ruining another quarterback. Ain't had one since – Bobby I, Douglas. I was <laughs> Bobby Douglas, please, you got to go back to, like, Eisenhower administration, it seems like. But then they – he went from the worst to, like, the best quarterback the Bears have ever had. Now, that's saying something. Yeah, now, he hasn't done anything yet, and he won any championships. Some of them dudes back in the 40s and 50s won some. But the point is, this transformation says everything you need to know about Matt Nagy when, him, when that dude was there. And you know how I want to just – he would make me want to eat tree I bark. Know, I know. <sighs> so I think what, what we're seeing and, – and by the way, <laughs> Jets are going in the opposite direction. Ooh, they got they got man, well, they got they got a mess going on. But yeah, they 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 were making noise going into the season. I mean, in, throughout this season, six and four right now, six and two, but the two losses have been against the same team and the same coach, and that's Belichick. But that in in that post game press conference that he gave, yeah. put his behind on a bench. Yeah, ain't seen nothing like that before. Well, I mean, he hadn't either. But you know what? That that's that that's that that to me sends a message. Look. We counting on you to do some stuff, and all the men in this locker room got to believe in you, because if you got if you lose the locker room, all of a sudden your name is Johnny Manziel. Yeah, or or you know what I give mean? a call to that dude down there in in, in, in uh, Charlotte. Ask Baker Mayfield what happened when he started acting sideways. You know, so and, that, that's and alienating the thing. teammates. You, you 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 lose the locker room. What else you gonna do? You might as well move on. So. Again, we are uh, just getting started on this Thanksgiving. Again, happy Thanksgiving. We're going to talk a little Thanksgiving and some college football. Again, we talked about t- uh, Tony Slayton. He's going to join us, Mays High School football coach. Terrell Thomas is going to continue the NBA talk coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. And then a fellow actor. And I'm going to have Eric. i got to tell you about a call I got last week from Eric. And that will lead me into talking about our guest at 820 today. Who, by the way, has had this like nice ebb and flow with us. <laughs> but he is back. We're going to talk about that next. Sam and Greg just getting started on this Thanksgiving morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9thegame.com. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> 
That was a request from the Crenshaw House. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's a that's you want to hear something. I would have picked it if I saw it. Yeah, a, a Thanksgiving song, Turkey Trot. What else did she do? Is it Little Eva? Yeah, yeah, she did something else. Yeah, she did. I forget what her big hit was, but that's 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 Turkey Trot. And speaking of Turkey Trot, some of those are happening right now. Streets are getting being cleared. I think they've run one up in Marietta. They have with the uh, the um, half marathon that's going on. Uh, actually, over near. Um, um, Center Park Stadium, Georgia State. They're running, going to run their Atlanta Track Club. So shout out to Atlanta Track Club. They blocked off the streets again. Not you know because we were, last time they blocked off the streets, we were down in front of Colony right Square. There. I got that picture right, still. You know absolutely. And so that's uh, happening this morning. They do a lot of things to to bring those uh, events back to full capacity that people can compete can uh, compete in just participate in. So it's a nice morning to get out. Well, if you come out here getting two or lucky. three days ago. Yeah, we're getting ooh, lucky now. Yeah, man, it feels nice outside this morning. So they're going to get out and that run. It's not going to hurt at all. It's going to feel good. But that's what I was getting to last segment. Did you get the housework done yesterday? Because that's you and I, we talked for a little bit, yeah. and I knew what I had to do. You were yeah. thinking about it. I was thinking about it. I'm but I went out and did it. it. I'm still thinking about it. I, and it was so nice. It was, I might do it a little bit. Like of, I, 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 I might do a little bit of later on today. But, but before, the rain's not due till tonight. Yeah, before we eat. So you know, I got to get rid of them chipmunk holes, though. See, that just gets back to me. <laughs> I, I don't get me started. Uh, again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two nine Game, ninety two nine Game dot com. Stick around. We are going to talk high school football. I mean, everything is. This is the time of year. If you're still playing, as Mr. Crenshaw said, you've had a fantastic year. But it's not done with. So we're going to talk to what's going on with May's program. Uh, Tony Slayton is going to join us coming up here in just a little bit. Because they up early. We, um, I got a call last week. Yeah. I got a text last week, mm-hmm. shortly after the show. Yes. It was from Eric. Mr. Uh, Slaughter, if you'd like to join us now, if you have a moment. Oh, my. Our producer. He sent me a text. And, and, so I was going, I did that, actually. I was like, oh, and what's and going on? And our resident official. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So Eric reached out to me because... And, and sometimes, just like you, I didn't get the full picture. There's a couple words that were left out. And so he tells me, well, I'll let you come on. And, and you reached out to me because you had some guests up here, right? Oh, he's in the middle of it. Well, you thought it was up here. And it was um, actually at another location. That's what the confusion was. I, I get a call, and I, reach, I get back to him. Now, he's busy, right? Yeah, yeah, so he yeah. finally yeah, gets yeah, back yeah. to me, and he says, were you in fantasy football? I said, yeah. And he says, oh, because those guys are up here. The stars, uh, are, stars are up here. Cast, yeah, the now, cast, all he yeah. said was up here. So I'm thinking, we're already done. Who's live after us that's getting the stars of this movie? Which, by the way, I'm in. All right. <laughs> so I'm getting kind of, I'm feeling a certain kind of way right now. Right? Like, yeah, he was a little hurt. Yeah, like we should have been, me and Sam should have had that. Well, turns out that he wasn't. He was at the stadium. Uh, he was there for the Falcons game, and the Falcons were bringing out stars of fantasy football. So, yeah, the cast, the director, and they got to come up to the press box area. I got to little rub a few elbows with some Hollywood celebs. Uh, very One nice. of my favorites, Mr. Omari Hardwick, All was right. in the building. I didn't realize he – so how does it go? It looks like he's the older of the two yeah. running backs, and then they had the younger guy. He was there too. Well, it's, just, it's, just, it's, a, it's, an, old sta- it's an old tale in sports. You got the old dude who's established, who's on his way out, mm-hmm. you know, and you got the young guy coming up behind him. The, the most classic one I always think of is Marcus Allen and Bo Jackson yeah. with Oakland. 
Marcus was already established. Marcus got a Heisman Trophy win, all that stuff. And then this guy, Bo Jackson, decides to have a hobby. That mm. was the other thing that got under <laughs> NFL players. Remember that? Well, not, he well, not he just said, that. NFL, yep. I'm going to play football as my hobby. Baseball is my sport. Yeah. But then he shows up and pretty much sends Marcus Allen to Kansas City. Al Davis feels like he's got the next thing. So, anyway, Eric is out there with these guys, and I'm, I'm like, steaming. Because <laughs> them dudes ain't on our show, right? But, yeah, they, I didn't – my scene was um, just – I'm a reporter. I'm basically – but here's the thing. Looking forward to seeing it, though. Today's, yeah, really. today's show has two actors from that movie. Yes, later. We have two actors from that movie joining us this morning, Mr. Crenshaw. Wow. Me. Well, one is here. One is right yeah, here. Hello. The other one is Miles Garrett, which is where I met Miles. Okay. He was on set, and and he was hired as a reporter. So he's an individual stand-up, you know, reporter, whereas I'm an anchor along with um, Michelle. Oh, I want to get Michelle's name right because she is my co-anchor. Kind yeah, you of do want to get that right now. Thing. We don't want no problem. And she, no, she's, she's nice enough there. Uh, Michelle Davison. Okay. Okay. And by the way, you can go and see the trailer if you haven't already. I'm not in the trailer. Neither is Miles. Just, you know. Go to uh, YouTube, fantasy football trailer. There you go. And, you know, in it. And this is where I had the same dressing room as Tony Gonzalez, who's the coach of that thing. Nice. But we're going to talk about that in a little while. We got that coming up. And speaking of movies, have a full-blown casting call, which I haven't done in a while. And I realize this is normally the time where we wouldn't do it because there's this lull going on. Yeah. But all bets are off over the last couple of years. So got a casting call, got a new list of stuff up there, and tell you guys where to focus on um, if you have not. Having said that, what do we have to say, if anything, about big time? Because we can, we can get into the HBCUs and, and stuff here locally. We can endeavor to do that for the top of the hour. You want to wait for that? It, but for that, for the HBCUs, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. But, but college football right now, is everything in a holding pattern until this game happens at noon on, on Saturday between Michigan and Ohio State? That's that's a big part of it. But but all, people also, what that happens that could set some things in motion, and also people are watching Southern Cal uh, because you know that, that that's the other thing. Southern Cal is in a position where they can be that choice from the West Coast, and you know they want to have they want to they want to keep the West Coast relevant, you know, and and have a team in. And they've they they beat UCLA last week, which was a fun game to watch. Yeah, you were all over that one. I thought that was so much fun. That game hadn't meant anything in years, and I thought it was great. Um, and so you had that happen. Tennessee just fell off the ocean, fell off the fell well, off the and, cliff. And along, along with their Heisman Trophy candidate yeah. quarterback. So, um, so the, 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 it's there to watch and see what happens. And, and whoever wins or loses, to what degree does it keep them still around? Considering what happens here, considering what happens here in Atlanta, if LSU beats Georgia, what happens? What happens then? So there's a whole lot of uh, different equations that sit out there for it. But right now, the thing that will start the motion will be, you know, to me, Michigan and Ohio State. If Michigan wins this thing, if Michigan wins it, and by the way, the conversation in my house is everybody's going against Michigan. Mm. She's she feeling like no, no, Well, the main reason is they lost their, speaking of Heisman Trophy candidate, yeah. they lost their running back, right. possibly. You don't know if he's going to play, and if he plays, at what degree is he going to be? Is he going to be that 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 level that we have seen all year long, or is he going to be, you know, a hindrance to this team? Well, yeah. well, Greg, is that game at the Horseshoe or, or at the no? Big it's House? in Ohio State that, this year. Is it the Horseshoe? Last okay. year was the last year was the game. Right. Harbaugh finally got over the hump. Um, 
and, and, and beat Ohio State, and it was the snowy day. Mm-hmm. Everybody rushed the field. But this year it's in Columbus. And you talk about a chip. Now, here's the other thing I had forgotten about. Harbaugh's been there, what, seven-something years? Seven, seven, At least. Close that. Yeah. But he hadn't won against right. Last year Ohio first. State. First right. year. Right. Ryan Day's been there since, since, since Urban left. They didn't play one year. So they're actually tied. Mm. You would think that, that Ryan Day would have the advantage over Harbaugh. I think it's they both have only won one game against each other. Because so, it, so, so you're not counting his wins as the offensive coordinator? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, because we're not, we're not counting the fact that Harbaugh took it. Does he look anything like the dude who took the 49ers to the Super Bowl? You know no, what I mean? I mean Harbaugh, that, that, was quite, that was quite some years ago. Yeah, been, but my point been, is yeah. you don't look at what happened yesterday. He right. still wears and, khakis. And, mm. <laughs> yes, he does. You don't, but um, you don't feel like he's that quarterback whisperer that he was going from Stanford to San Francisco. He would, he, in my mind, he should have had at least two top quarterbacks going into the NFL. Or high he got to choices. Michigan? Yeah, since yeah. he's been – the only thing he's got is a defensive end, uh, Hutchinson, <laughs> and he's he's playing out of his mind this year with Detroit. Them guys are on a three-game winning streak. Yeah. And you talk about not seeing them because you're you still angry about some yeah. cold pumpkin pie. Not just that. They, 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 they wanted the one. <laughs> today could be four. Yeah, they yeah, could, be, really. hey, could be four, right? But yeah. but anyway, this game, and you know what I've been hearing along with the conversation uh, for them folks in Chicago about Justin Fields, they have been having fun with this. Because here down in the South, it's all about up until a few weeks ago, how many teams is the SEC going to put into the playoffs, right? It is conceivable that, and since they're taking them now, they feel like they're a part of them. The Big Ten could put three. If you want to put USC already in the Big Ten, well, yeah, you know, they're already claiming them. Yeah, so they're claiming them saying, yeah, we're going to put three Big Ten. But what is that That whole thing that you just went through talking about West Coast teams being relevant, and now you got two of them joining the Big Ten? What's that going to be like moving forward? you got to rely on Oregon and West Washington State, Arizona, Arizona State, to make some noise out there. I just find like that. Whatever that becomes, yeah. Or, out or, there, whether or, they, but then or, or Oregon and Washington kind of take the lead in that. Would take the lead in it, but how, I mean, look how at many teams location. from the big? Well, what if? What do you think of the Big Twelve merging with the Pac, whatever you want to call it, ten, twelve, whatever they are, it's and probably, forming that, some that, super that, conference? That, that, that might that might end up being what happens anyway. Right. So you know, we talk about alliances and what it eventually will look like. It's going to continue to evolve, and maybe that might be the thing that gives those two. Entities the most strength, we'll see. You know, lo- lo- logistics, I guess, don't doesn't matter because you'll be talking about a team going all the way from West Virginia. West Virginia's in that conference in the Big Twelve. You know, competing on a combined conference. Unless you say, well, West Virginia, why don't you go find the AC- <laughs> yeah. ACC or something? I'm just saying because no, you think, right. of, think of what's already happening within that conference. Now you're going to bring the West Coast in. Um, maybe they just pick up some members out there that will make them stronger. Maybe they're ready to. To pick up some people like a San Diego State or or, or Boise State or somebody like that, I, I don't know, but uh, I know that right now UCLA is in a position to give the West Coast some relevance, and I think that's that's fine. But they gotta it's all in front of them. They gotta go out and run the table. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. Did you see what Lane Kiffin did about um, all these reports swirling around that he was going to take the yeah. Auburn job, and then what he did though. What he did, see this is what this this is the thing that makes me like Lane Kiffin. He turned it completely around, you know. And I'm I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me. But basically, what he did was he you know he called a meeting with his his team, told them that's not the case. We'll see what happens moving forward. 
but the speculation about Lane Kiffin going to so-and-so, and the reporter put his name on it and, and said this is what they heard. So <laughs> Kiffin put something out that, and, and named this reporter. Yeah. Saying that he was going to be taking a job somewhere else down the street and be tuned for that. And, and, and like I said, just flipped it. And it was kind of funny, but it's it, at some point you, these coaches have to do things like this to shine a light on the absurdity of people just throwing darts at the wall about these guys, this carousel. We know it's going to happen. I mean, not him necessarily moving, but we know there's going to be coaches bouncing around. But to speculate, this is how What's-His-Face got in trouble. That that um, reporter who, oh, who was it that said, uh, um, oh, about Freddie Freeman and his, and his agent. Right, right. Yeah, just throwing stuff out there. And that Freddie knew all this stuff and, and put it on his agent, and then the agent turned around and sued this guy. Yeah. My point is you just can't. You, you think you can throw stuff out, and you may be a small fish, but people have, there's too much information out there right now for you to hide. And people searching for it. They're looking, looking for, it. for it, right? They are looking for it. Anyway, Got to be smarter. We are going to be talking uh, high school football. And, man, this is a time of year and, and what we need to know about this gentleman and what he's got going on. You say them boys are up right now getting ready to start practicing? Uh, probably so, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. High school football teams, uh, most of them are going to practice on Thanksgiving Day. What's it like? What's this week been like? And we're going to check that out with Mays High School coach Tony Slayton. That's when you continue with Sam and Greg here on this Thanksgiving morning. Back together. Yep, Sports Radio 929 The Game at 929thegame.com. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Thanksgiving. Giving morning. We say this every weekend to you. We say it to you now on this Thursday morning. We're going to say it to you again tomorrow morning. Thank you for making us a part of your holiday morning. And uh, like I said, we just could be happy to get more hours <laughs> and be on the air. Absolutely. We're still working on our guests right now. But um, this, is, this is one of them days that throughout my life, I just, I, I woke, it, different than Christmas, but it was it's the only day you can think of where you 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 wake up knowing you're gonna have yourself a big meal. Yeah, yeah. And it's a special meal. You right. can have a big meal in a day. You can get pizza or whatever. But this this meal, you get your mouth and you get your body all ready for. <laughs> and and that's why it's you know there's a number of reasons why it's special. Also, when you're a kid, you get out there and play a little football yeah. with your buddies. Did yeah. you play in the street? Did you have somebody with a big backyard to go in to a park? Street, so or in the lot or wherever you know the park when they would. But in the street, you know, line up and. Guys go out and then play for a while until everybody says, it's time to eat. Yeah, right. we had that dude to hit a fire hydrant once. Oh, that, wasn't paying attention. That wasn't good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Are we ready to go? Oh, yeah. Well, our oh, guest, yeah. Mr. Crenshaw, do the honors. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, hey, it, it is the quarterfinal round of the GHSA State High School Football Playoffs, and uh, three teams from Atlanta Public Schools are still in the hunt. And the coach of one of them joins us now, uh, Coach Tony Slayton from Mays High School. Uh, his first season as head coach. Uh-oh. And, uh, man, they are just rolling in the postseason. And he's up early. Coach Slayton, uh, welcome to Sports Radio 92.9. Morning, game. Coach. You on with Sam and Greg. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? We're doing fine, sir. What you doing up so early, 645 on this Thanksgiving morning? It ain't like you're working, hey. is it? <laughs> yes, absolutely. A wise man once said that <laughs> – Early bird catches the worm, so you got to get up and at them. <laughs> you're, up early. you're up early for a good reason, though, Coach. Talk about, the, you know, you're doing something that a lot of teams set out to do, uh, but not everybody gets to practice on Thanksgiving Day. 
Yes, absolutely. Um, this was set out way back in the spring. Um, and actually, after the spring, you know, practice is over with. Uh, the team sit down and you come up with your, your goals for the season. And my staff and I, we sat down. And one of the things we decided is, hey, we want to be able to practice on Thanksgiving. And, you know, we're at that point now. And we look up and say, hey, we're here. You know, so why not us? We're here now, and we're looking for the challenge, and, um, you know, we're excited. Coach Tony Slayton from Ace High School joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com on this Thanksgiving morning. You talked about the goals that you and your coaching staff put forth in the beginning of this season. All right, you got this one, but there had to have been some before this. You got to this point. Now, what were some of the early goals that you achieved this season that helped you get to where you are today? Well, the early goals that we had set before us was uh, one to start the season off well, in which uh, our first game of the season we did win, um, and and we were fortunate enough to win that with a shutout. Um, and then we, you know, we ran up against a, a tough Douglas County team and a, a tough Langston Hughes team, um, and midway through we found ourselves two and four. Um, there were a lot who counted us out. Um, those who did, apparently, either they weren't mathematicians nor accountants because their <laughs> their, their counting was a little bit off because we, we, we're still here. So we, we set our goals out to be 1-0 and each week, um, and, and we took it a little bit further than that. We said that we wanted to adopt the, the slogan of winning the day, and, and, and win the day to us meant you know, we're going to win each day. We, we we start each morning off at 7.45 with a team breakfast. Um, and so we, we, we start winning there and just getting total participation from our players. You know, it, it required total buy-in from the parents in which um, we didn't have, you know, many kids to miss. Of course, it was a struggle in the beginning to get you know the parents to get their get their their the child up and get them there, and eventually after game three, um, three or four, you know we start getting total buy-in. So it, it began with the buy-in and getting the kids to breakfast, getting everyone to dress alike Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, my players would dress up in polo shirts and khaki pants. Um, on Thursday, everyone would dress up in a button-up shirt and a blazer and a tie. And that, to us, was winning the day. If we can, you know, get total buy-in from our parents, from our players, uh, we have a great administration. You know, we want to win in that area. So um, with our outstanding principal, Dr. Mulatto Wilkins, and along with her, you know, administration staff, everybody was behind us. They were very supportive. So the winning came before we even really touched the field. So that helped us to be to where we are now. Yep, yep. Spending time with Coach Tony Slayton from Mays High School, and he talked about that, you know, they were 4-2. and two. They won their last six in a row, uh, three straight shutouts. The defense is uh, given for, and four shutouts in all for this season. Uh, they're getting set to take on Dutchtown. And, um, Coach, that that's that, 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 that Elephant in the room as far as you guys taking Dutch time because uh, Coach Nikita Battle was at Mays uh, for a number of seasons. 
before this spring leaving and you ascended to the head coaching job. He goes to coach at Dutchtown. Here's the quarterfinal round, and here you're all facing Coach Battle again. Uh, what is, yeah. what has that been like for y'all to getting ready to face someone that uh, there's a lot of emotional and, and attachment to tomorrow night? Yes, absolutely. Um, Coach Battle, you know, his tenure at Mays, he, he really did an outstanding job. Um, three years as the uh, region coach of the year. So it was no surprise to us that he would go down and, and do great things at Dutchtown, and he's off to a really great start. Um, he has them at 11-1. Uh, and one. Um, So it's no surprise to us. But, again, it's motivation in itself. It's not much really to be said to our players. Uh, we understand the assignment, and, you know, they're next up on the schedule. And our kids understand that, hey, we have to go out and do what we're – capable of doing and that's to play Mays High School football. Coach, what was the most overwhelming thing about your job when you took over as head coach? You were assistant for all for for however long you were there, but uh when you got into the corner office, if you will, and realized, oh, yeah. I gotta take care of this, I got and what was those quiet moments and what was it that like really, really made you realize that you were the head coach? Yes, um I wouldn't really call it an overwhelming. Um, well, it was just a, a, a pinch, you know. We use that term a lot within our locker room, you know, a pinch or a prick. And I, and I guess that, that, that pinch or prick was understanding that we had to align, you know, our philosophy along with what the school, what Dr. Wilkins set forth, uh, and that was to create a culture of we. Um, and just getting, again, total buy-in, and that was from the community, from the alumni to faculty and staff, the student body, as well as the parents and, and the players. And, you know, without a doubt, Mays has always had a good alumni support system and parent system as well. And just to be able to go out into the community, you know, meet new people. Um, I am a graduate of Mays High School, and just to get out and meet new people in the community. Of course, it's changed, you know, from the time that I was in school. But just to go out and get, you know, the community support and meet new people, um, the faculty and staff, you know, when I was coming along, a lot of our faculty and staff, they've lived in the community. Now, this, of course, is, is, is a different day and time, and a lot of faculty and staff are, are not only are they not from the community, they moved here from out of state. So just getting them to understand the Mays High School mystique, we knew we had to get back to that level and understand that we have a legacy to keep and an image to uphold. Um, and so our model, along with our players, you know, this this season and what we continue to stand on is no man is an island. You know, if we go backwards, it's not one man's fault, it's everyone's. Yeah. So standing on that square along with um, what the principal set forth for us to be able to create a culture of we and owning our 20 square feet, you know, we standing on no man is an island yeah. along with building that community support and, and, and that creating that culture and climate uh, within the community and in the school. The so, coach. 
that's what I want to ask you about is that support because you talked about this week and all the support you're getting because we 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 we're gonna be up against it in a couple of minutes here. But but talk about what they what they've done for you this week. You said alums and parents and everybody's uh, because the cafeteria is closed and y'all are up there in the mornings. Uh, talk about what they've done to really support you this week. Yes, our, our alumni has done a, a fantastic job, especially um, our class of '92. Um, and, and it starts with the motto of, of that class, you know, um, excellence in all we do. It's the elite class of 92, uh, the year in which I graduated. Um, they provided breakfast for the team uh, on yesterday morning. Uh, and it was just outstanding. The kids were blown away by the support. We, we came in. They had Chick-fil-A sandwiches. They had orange juice. They had bananas and fruits. And, and it's just been an outpouring of support from the alumni uh, starting on Monday. And actually, it, it has been going on all season, but this week, you know, the alumni has turned it up a notch. So it's not anything that the players, you know, don't want. I mean, it's all there for us, you know, and it has created a, a comfortable atmosphere, and um, the kids are just excited and they feel as though they have to give back, you know, to whom much is given, much is required. So as they're getting the support and they see the mystique that, you know, the Mays High School family has, you know, they're just ready to go out and just give it give it back. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Sounds like the commitment is working. Eric, hit it. We got something for you as we walk on out of here. Coach, this, this, this is for you because we said that a little yes, while sir. ago. Hang on a second there. Yeah, this is him. Coming back. He's welcome back. He's, he, he went back to school and he's turning them around. Welcome back. That's for you, Coach. Bringing down a little bit, though, Eric. But uh, Coach Mays, we can't – I mean, Coach Mays. Coach Slayton, we can't thank you enough for um, getting up and being a part of the uh, show this morning. But you're already up and working. In fact, we're keeping them from the breakfast, right? Hey, the breakfast they're going to have for the kids. I think the parents are bringing some turkey he said sandwiches. He 645. We kept we 10 minutes late. I know it. I knew it. <laughs> we're sorry about that, man. But listen. Oh, no problem at all. Much luck to you, uh, your, your, your players. Everybody have a safe and happy rest of your season. And, uh, again, thank you very much for getting up and being joining us this morning. And happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. All right. Thank you very much. And happy Thanksgiving to you all and your families. All right. All right. That is Coach Tony Slayton. Uh, with Mays, uh, and we will, we'll run down all the matchups when we come back to the top of the hour. Yeah. Yeah. This seemed like the appropriate song for him. Very much. Very much. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 